Welcome to the AEM Education and Training Podcast, a collaboration between Brown University Emergency Medicine and the editors of the Academic Emergency Medicine Education and Training Journal. I'm Dr. Gita Pensa, and here's what we've got for you today. In recent years, we've become much more aware of the importance of non-cognitive skills in determining an individual's success in almost any field. Today, we're talking about grit and emergency medicine residents. Now, we've talked about grit in this podcast series before, and today we're talking about a recent AEM education and training article entitled, The Correlation Between Emergency Medicine Residents' Grit and Achievement. This was a prospective one-year multi-center trial involving 10 emergency medicine residencies from 2017 to 2018, looking at the relationship between a resident's GRIT S score and their MCAT percentile, remediation rates, in-service training exam or ITE score, and that ITE score's prediction of passing the EM board exam. To talk about this study more today, we have lead author Dr. Adriana Olson, MD, MAED, Assistant Professor in the Department of Medicine, Section of Emergency Medicine at the University of Chicago. During the study period, Dr. Olson was Associate Residency Program Director in the Department of Emergency Medicine at University of Texas Health San Antonio, and we're excited to have her here with us today. Today's interview will be conducted by Dr. Jessica Fujimoto, who's currently an Emergency Medicine Education Fellow at UCSF Fresno. Don't forget to read the full text of this article available on our blog at brownemblog.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Dr. Jessica Fujimoto. I'm an emergency medicine education fellow at UCSF Fresno. And today with me, I have Dr. Adriana Olson. Welcome, Dr. Olson. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. So first off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved uh, in this study? Sure. So again, I'm Adriana Olson. I'm currently an assistant professor at the University of Chicago um, in the Department of Medicine, Section of Emergency Medicine. And I got involved in this study in an educational group that I'm in called AMERA, the Emergency Medicine Education Research Alliance. Um, and we're a group of um, educational researchers across the country. And we've worked on a couple multi-center studies. And so this is one of our um, large studies that we conducted together. So in your study titled The Correlation Between Emergency Medicine Residents, Grit and Achievement, you looked at grit in residents, uh, which to me, had never been defined and seems like sort of a nebulous topic. But I was wondering uh, if you could tell us how it's defined in the literature. Sure. So the idea of the non-cognitive trait grit has been around for a while, but more recently, it's gained attention due to the work of Angela Duckworth. So she and her team define grit as the perseverance and passion for long-term goals. As a personality trait, it factors in the persistent interest and effort needed to reach a goal despite setbacks and potential failures. So it goes beyond the innate intelligence of individuals. At first glance, that seems like such a loose topic that would be very difficult to study. And I'm curious how in your study and how in previous studies they've quantified it and looked at it in the literature. Sure. So initially, when studying GRIT, Duckworth and her team developed the original GRIT scale, or what they call the GRIT O, which was a 12-item self-report measure of GRIT. They then developed and validated a more efficient measure of GRIT based on this original scale, which is the short GRIT scale, or the GRIT S, which is what we used in the study and what the literature um, uses overall. The GRIT S is an eight-question scale, with each question scored from one to five. 
So four of the questions on the scale target perseverance, and the other four questions target passion. The average of the responses represents a person's grit. So if you were taking the grit S, the higher you score on it, the grittier you are. Was this a survey that you sent out to the residents? Yeah, this is a survey that we sent out to the residents as part of the larger study. Gotcha. What is it that we know about grit from research from other professions? In the paper you mentioned looking at military education and even spelling bees. Yeah, so there's been a lot of research looking at grit in other professions and other arenas. So grittier individuals are more likely to graduate from high school. They're also more likely to attain higher GPAs and SAT scores, and they're more likely to be successful in the national spelling bee. Additionally, people with higher grit um, have been found to be more likely to complete the rigors of West Point training. And then in the general population, grit actually predicted job retention overall. Interestingly, Teach for America students that had grittier teachers actually had higher test scores than the students who had less gritty teachers. So I think that that brings up an interesting question of whether higher grit itself makes individuals better teachers. Oh, that's interesting. So not only does grit help predict success for that individual, but also affects the individuals around them. Correct. And so looking at grit in these other professions and then taking it to medicine, I was wondering how has grit been looked at in medicine and medical education so far? Yeah, so it has been studied in medicine both with respect to achievement as well as to burnout and wellness. Um, Studies have shown that grittier medical students um, tend to have more success in gross anatomy, and they also have higher class ranks. Um, It also predicted the pursuit of residencies and fellowships in PharmD students. Then additionally, on another note, as burnout is really high in medicine, it's interesting and potentially important that grittier surgery residents actually had less burnout and were less likely to leave programs before the end of their training. Hmm. So with all this correlation between grit and achievement, how did your study take a look at residents' grit and achievement? Yeah, so while grit has been studied in medicine, like we talked about, there has been limited research evaluating grit in emergency medicine, and that's where our study fills in some of the gaps. So through our research group, Amira, as I mentioned before, um, we looked at the relationship between residents' grit and their achievement at 10 residencies across the country. So when we started this study, we were really interested in assessing whether grit would predict achievement in residents because it can be difficult to identify residents early on in training who might struggle academically. So one thing that we know is that scores on the yearly in-training exam predict success on the ABEM qualifying exam. However, those scores aren't available until late in the academic year. So our group wondered if the GRIT S administered early on in residency training might be helpful in predicting which residents might struggle and or need remediation later. So over the course of one year, we collected data on the residents regarding their MCAT percentile, remediation rates, and in-training exam scores, as well as their GRIT S scores. And we found that grittier residents had higher scores on the in-training exam. However, we didn't find any correlation between GRIT and remediation or GRIT and MCAT percentiles. That's interesting. I would think that better scores on the in-training exam would correlate with more need for remediation. Yeah, that's what we thought too. Um, And kind of when we went back and looked at why that might be. So I think it comes down to a couple factors. I think one, remediation is really hard to define and there's not necessarily a universal definition across all EM residencies. So I think we may have been either missing some people with remediation um, or sometimes remediation is underreported. So I think that that's one reason that um, we may not have actually found that correlation because we were pretty surprised about that too. Hmm. 
I also think that many people would attribute achievement on the in-training exam to a resident's intelligence, but in the paper you concluded that this might not be the case. And I was wondering if you could tell us about the correlation between grit and intelligence. Sure. So in previous studies looking at grit and intelligence, grit was not dependent on innate intelligence. In fact, when Duckworth and her team looked at this, they found that grit was negatively correlated with SAT scores. So it suggests that maybe more intelligent individuals might be slightly less gritty and therefore may not work as hard for achievement. And so in our study, although not a perfect marker of innate intelligence, we chose to use the MCAT as a surrogate because unlike other medical exams like the USMLE or even the in-training exam, it doesn't solely rely on recall of information, but also test analysis and reasoning skills. Similar to previous studies, our lack of correlation between grit and MCAT percentiles really does seem consistent that grit is not dependent on innate intelligence. Hmm, that's an interesting finding. So in the study, you also looked at stability of grit over a year in residency training. And I was wondering what the literature says about the stability of this trait and uh, what you found in your study. Yeah, so our residents filled out the grit S twice over one year. And we found that their scores were stable, so that was from 2017 to 2018. And that's similar to the previous findings in the GRIT literature. So GRIT was found to be relatively stable over a one-year period in high school students, and similarly, the GRIT of surgical residents was stable over a six-month period. So while GRIT has consistently been shown to be stable over time in the short term, like in these studies and in ours, it does seem to increase over time in the long term when Angela Duckworth's team has done longer term studies. So I actually think it would be really interesting to see what our residents' grit would be like in five or 10 years um, down the line. And I also wonder, kind of looking back, what their grit maybe was back in high school or college or even in medical school. That is interesting. Having recently completed residency training, I'm very curious what my grit score was before and after starting. I feel like it's much higher. Right. (laughs) So your paper was an introduction to the concept of grit to me and that it could be studied in the literature. And I found it so interesting. And so I was wondering what other factors of residency training are affected by grit. Yeah. So besides the measures of achievement that we looked at in the study, grit definitely seems to have an impact on well-being and burnout in residency training as we have seen in the surgery literature. So in the surgery literature, they found high rates of burnout and attrition in less gritty residents. And our research group has also examined the correlation of grit with burnout, a positive depression strain, and career satisfaction. And our findings do support the literature in these other areas. So stay tuned for an upcoming paper on those findings. Um, I definitely do think that there are other areas for future research with respect to emergency medicine trainees. One thing that I'd be curious to see is how stable GRIT is over a three or four year residency. And even further than that, I think there's room for exploration beyond residency training and looking at GRIT and practicing emergency physicians. So looking at their GRIT with respect to attrition, career satisfaction, and burnout. That all sounds like worthwhile research. Out of curiosity, is there anywhere in the literature, do they suggest that there's a way to train people to have higher GRIT? Yeah, that's, that's an area that's kind of underdeveloped right now, um, but I definitely think that you can develop grit, and I think that's something that can be built up over time. I don't think that there's clear ways that people know how to do that, but I think developing 
grit in residence is really important because sort of that long-term goal of not only getting through medical school and residency, but beyond, um, grit definitely has an important factor there. So I think if we can learn how to grow grit, I think that would be really positive. That would be neat. And then I was wondering if uh, there is research looking at other non-cognitive traits and how they impact residency training. Yeah, so in addition to grit, um, the non-cognitive traits, conscientiousness and empathy, have been studied in medical education. Unfortunately, um, empathy seems to decrease throughout residency training. Conscientiousness has been studied with respect to undergraduate medical education, but its effect on residents hasn't been well established. Um, However, I do think that as the assessment of non-cognitive traits and personality continues to garner interest, there's a role to explore it further. Conscientiousness and self-control, which are two other non-cognitive traits that are related to grit, um, and they would be interesting to assess these with respect to achievement in emergency medicine trainees, since we know that grit affects residencies, and I wonder if related non-cognitive traits would also. Huh, that's interesting. It's interesting to hear about all the other research that's going on on the non-cognitive traits, just because I know personally at our site, we're trying to look more and more on non-cognitive traits when we're assessing residency applicants. And I think it would be something that maybe could be useful for the application process or incoming interns. And it's something sort of that's more difficult to quantify, but definitely there's lots of skills out there that are validated and beginning to be developed that I think that shows a lot of promise. This is all really exciting, and I'm so glad you were able to talk with us today. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this AEM Education and Training Podcast. Be sure to read the full text of this article, available on our blog at brownemblog.com. Subscribe to all our AEM podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Search for AEM Early Access, all one word. Today's music is by Scott Holmes. I'm Dr. Gita Pensa, and we'll see you next time.